Welcome, friends, to the Friends That Carry On podcast, where we dive deeper in our trips, unpack tips, and everything in between. The one who holds the torch key is your host. Get ready for your ears to go on a trip with your favorite group of friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Friends That Carry On podcast. I am the tchotchke holder today. My name is Tony, and, and in the uh, FTCO studios, we have to my right... Eric. Joe Scott. Walt Palmer. Rhyme or mine. All right. Thanks, guys. And today, the tchotchke is a wonderful bottle of the spirit of Thailand, Woo-hoo! Yeah. which is Mekong. So it is Thailand whiskey. However, it really is rum. <laughs> I'm not sure why they call it whiskey, but it's rum. And just a quick little story. So we're probably dating ourselves a little bit, but a band back in the uh, early oh. 90s, the Refreshments, had a song called Mekong, and Heat. we had no idea really what the heck that was, <laughs> and Bangkok's mentioned in the in the song lyrics, and then while we were over there, we saw it, and I was like, well, we got to bring that home. A light went off. <laughs> a light went off. Right. It did. You saw the Mekong, and you're like, I sent a the text song. that said... Barkeep, another Mekong, please. <laughs> so, now you know what it meant. Yep, so two bottles left um, Thailand. It's a duty free show. Went to Cambodia, along with us, of course. Right. And then uh, on to uh, Hanoi and then home. back home. So, they made it home. Yeah, they made it home. I'm, so, I'm surprised they were full when they got here. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it was tough. They got packed Not away. stolen. <laughs> now, for the listeners out there, how did you get that home? Did you, they want to know. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll get into that one. Oh, okay. We'll definitely touch on that one. But, so, Chachki is from Thailand. We're not going to hit all Thailand, just Bangkok. Okay. Bangkok! Bangkok. So, we kind of talked about the bottle, where they went, but our trip. So, this was Jim Scott and I's first trip into Southeast Asia. Yep. Uh, we went to Terry Hall and Jim Reed, who'd been there three or four times. Eric, you've been there twice? I've been to Bangkok once. I've been to Southeast Asia twice. Yeah. So that was our, our we, we did a three-city tour. We went from Bangkok for New Year's down to Siem Reap, Cambodia, and then on to Hanoi, Vietnam. So today we're just going to hit Bangkok. Wow. Do you want to start out New Year's or you want to get into that later? Yeah, well, we're going we're gonna to do it day by day. Oh, so, okay. Uh, awesome. So flights. Okay. So we talked about this before. Longest flight of my life. Mine too. Mm-hmm. 16 hours and 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Just to get to Hong Kong. Just to get, just to get to the layover. <laughs> just to get to our layover. So, but it was the first time we flew uh, Cathay Pacific. Yes. They're, they're yes. new to the, the Washington, D.C. area. Mm. They're out of Hong Kong. Nice. And uh, so they had a direct flight to Hong Kong. We went straight over the, the North Pole. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. First yeah. time flying over the North Pole. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was kind of cool to follow it. But yeah, 16 hours and 5 minutes in the air. It's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. great. It, it was nice, and I recommend this if you got if you're able to do it. We took off just after midnight, yeah. so it made it nice because your your body's kind of ready to go to sleep a little bit. You stay up, watch a movie or two to really get tired, and then, then get up, you know, at least four or five hours sleep mm-hmm. and, and get into it. So that that helped. I would agree. It was uh, it was perfect. We landed in. We left at twelve thirty in the morning yep. Sunday, yep, and landed five thirty in the morning. Monday in Hong Kong. Right. 12 hour time difference. Mm, yes. So it's 5 30 in the morning when we landed. Yep. I will say, too, great time, but also having the lounge. We went to the lounge nice. and scheduled a shower. Mm. So got to take a shower at 7 o'clock. Nice. 
So that was pretty cool. But the food was great in there. Mm. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So how did you get access to the lounge? I have mine through the Amex Platinum business card. So it's kind of nice because you can take at least one guest or four family members in. And do you, so so with that card, I mean, do you pay extra for lounge access or it's just, just part of the, the card, part yeah. of what's included with the card? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I did, I was telling Jim when we were going over, um, Hong Kong is obviously a huge international airport and that lounge, there's only two of them in that international area and they get packed. Luckily at 5.30 in the morning, it was only, it was only crowded. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't packed yet. Whereas when we came back, came it, back was, it, was, it was crowded. Was crowded so, crowded. but that was huge. And then, so we went at five thirty. We took off what at ten thirty. We had a, about a four hour layover. Four hour layover, yeah. and flew into uh, Bangkok. Yep. And then Jim and I landed first. About eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. Yeah. Thailand time. And then uh, Jim had put the Airbnb in his name, so that way we were the first ones there. We got took a cab out. Yep. Yeah, pretty painless. It was yeah, simple. We stayed in the kind of the old quarter. Old quarter yeah. mm. Whereas Eric, your last time, you guys stayed down more in the city. Yeah, we were in a high rise actually. Yeah. We had to go up, and our our Airbnb was actually like maybe fourteen stories up. It was up there. It was really it was above the ninth floor because our pool was on the ninth floor. It was really great. It was very. Not inexpensive, but very affordable for the size that we got. Well, well ours was, what was ours for the whole? Right, it wasn't it was, expensive. It was cheap. Right. We were like $30 a night a person. So, right. Like that. Yeah. And ours was kind of unique. I've never seen a place quite like this where it had, it was three bedrooms. Yep. Each bedroom, yours had one bed. One bed. Mine had two beds, and then Jim and Terry's had three beds, but yeah. each bedroom had its own bath. Wow. But there was no living room. There was no living room. Uh-huh. Your living room was an open courtyard. Yeah, oh. open courtyard. And yeah. then, a, then a little kitchen. Nice. Yeah. And a little kitchen. And I do mean a little kitchen. It had two chairs. So. But and that was it. Was that Airbnb or was there? It, it was Airbnb. Airbnb. And again, we were in the old quarter. It was one of the big monuments. Is Democracy, Democracy Monument, yep. and that's a big center square right there. Um, and we were what block two oh, off of block, that? Yeah. yeah. Block the most. Yeah. We were down a little alley. It was kind of, uh, if you're not used to traveling, if you've done this a few times and gone to Airbnbs and, and you realize you get down these old neighborhoods, that it, it sometimes might seem a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. And it probably was. Yeah. But the, the Airbnb was great. It was. But you walk down through there and you see some of the shacks and, and you see even right across the, the little alley. I mean, we were in an alley and then a smaller alley that we got access to our, our doorway to our Airbnb. And and you see there's no front on the front of this this apartment or house or shack or whatever that these people lived in. And you just see the open second level floor that they're hanging out. That's where they're <laughs> After three or four in. days, we were like waving, you know, yeah. saying hi, going past. And, 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 and the, cute, it's the cutest thing, and, and if, if you grew up in a rural area and played and figured out ways to, as a kid, just to, to play with anything and have a, the best time of your life, you know, these couple little kids maybe five, six, seven, eight years old, and they're playing with a couple little rocks, 
in a couple little piles of cat poop. Yeah. And just stacking them up and beating them around, playing Vito sticks, knocking them around, and just having the best time of their cat life. Cat turns and rocks. It, it, it was funny, though. So the open rail on the second floor, was there? There's no rail. There's no, <laughs> so so I, that's what I mean. There was no rail system. Oh, just, the, the nowhere. So you're on the Asia. second floor and just wide open. Well, ours was the first floor. Yeah, ours okay. was all one floor. We're just saying you could look right over okay. and you see this, and it's just there's no... Facial front <laughs> on their their <laughs> place they live. It was just open air. I mean, no exterior kind of... sheathing. No, nah, there was a roof. But uh... well, that was funny. After the first day, you know, the kids looked at us funny. After the third or fourth day, you know, I come walking out and they're playing with like little squirt guns and they're like, you know, hey, stick them up and I'm like, got my hands up in the air walking no. down. You know, it was just kind of fun. After a while, the, the neighborhood dog would right. come up to us. Did they throw any poop at you? No, no poop part. You guys really did stay in a different area than oh, totally I did because different. I was in a city-fied area and uh, we rode the 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 train or the uh, yeah. their metro system a lot to get around the city. And you all didn't even. So we'll have to, we'll have to compare ours on that. So for us, you guys visited where we stayed for one day, and we visited where you stayed for. Gotcha. One day. I understand now. Okay. That was it. Um, so in our area, in the old quarter, as you can imagine, there's no. There's no subways. There's no trains. It's that's it. I mean, it's it's all small, very small alley type of thing. A lot of street food. There's two little right on the corner of the alley. We're talking, you know, like five foot alley, and you know they're there working all day. Good good food. It was hilarious. But, yeah, we get in the first day when Jim and uh, Terry were supposed to arrive like an hour and a half, two hours after us. So we get in. We showed up right when they were finished cleaning, and we walked in, dropped our bags, and. We're like, well, they don't. It was kind of hard to find because the address that they gave us really wasn't the address. This <laughs> wasn't even really the address at all. <laughs> but you found it. We found it. And so we figured, well, there's a. We saw the little place at the corner of the alley. We're like, well, we got there. We'll just get a beer and hang out. And when they get dropped off, we can show them where everything is. So we got there and we sat down and I look on the wall and I see this sign for a giant bowl of pad thai for fifty cents. <laughs> I was like. All right, well, we're here. I'm going to have to try it. <laughs> right? I mean, it's 50 cents. This is your first meal first in meal. country? First yeah. meal. We sat down, and, of course, you know, then they come out, and they, and they have the, the whole fresh bowl of Thai chi- fresh Thai chilies and then hot sauce and then fresh chopped garlic and extra vinegar. And I'm going, really? For 50 cents? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like, yeah. wow, five bucks I could be. filled myself incredible. up. Oh, it was crazy. So we sat there, and... Drank a couple beers and we drank quite a few beers. It was funny. We ended up um, <laughs> end up after Jim and Terry showed up because Jez was supposed to join us, right. a buddy from Pamplona, was supposed to join us that day. That day, mm-hmm. he was. And he ended up having surgery. He was in the hospital, so he ended up FaceTiming us from the hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, and we were drinking. What beer were we drinking originally? Oh, Either way, he didn't like it. Tiger? No, he yeah. liked Tiger. Mm-hmm. We were drinking. He liked Tiger. He wanted us to drink Leo. Leo. We were drinking Chang. Mm-hmm. Chang. And he's like, Chang's awful, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. tell so the next beer, we got a Leo. Of course, we were FaceTime and sent him a picture of the beer of the Leo. We couldn't really tell the difference. What's the um, so, what's the culture like about tipping? Like, so, because when you say like 50 cents or $5 for a meal, as Americans, we want to, like, yeah. 10%. 10%, 10% was time. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's good. Yeah, yeah about 10%. So, they so a net goal on a 50 cent. Right, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Well, they were 75 cent beers, 50 cent yeah. food. 
So yeah. your tip was thirty dollars by the time you they left. They were big beers. Though. It was because of the beers. beers. They were like sixteen ounce. Twenty ounce. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of our first two hours. Yeah. And then, Just chilling uh, out of the corner. Yeah. And then this was the thirtieth, so we had that whole day, and then it was funny, Eric. So where you guys stay, and so Jim and Terry, their first time there, they actually stayed where we were. Mm. Did not like Quezon Road. They called it Backpackers Alley. Yeah. So all the backpacking people would come through there, and mm. apparently they. They're trying to sell IDs and you know there's all this they crazy stuff and just weird stuff. things going on, but it's completely changed because then when we went through this time, they're like, this is nothing like it was. Wow. You know, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, I would envision it, it's it's not the same, but it's kind of like their version of a, of like Bourbon Street in New Orleans or Beale Street in, mm-hmm. in Memphis. Yeah, it, was it is the place to be. It is all right all in that area. Oh my goodness! Massage parlors. Quezon Road. Quezon Road. Right. Quezon Road. Yeah. Quezon Road, and it's uh, it was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. It's, and that's where Quezon Road is the most intense. But you can go a block over, get the exact same experience, and the prices are about <laughs> right. So instead of a two dollar foot massage, you know it's dollar fifty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was just kind of you feel guilty for. A yeah, you bit. really do after a while. Well, but then, but then you, it, it's funny the the. Mindset, because then after a while, I mean, it seemed so cheap, you felt like you're getting away with something. After a while, I was like, wait, 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 am I getting a 50 cent beer? I'm paying 75 cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can go over across the street and only 50 cents. I'm not paying 75 cents here. You get really cheap, don't you? I know. It's wow. Crazy. <laughs> it takes a little while, but it's so all how, how did you guys feel when you got back to the States? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just, that's yeah, terrible. You didn't even pay for anything, didn't you? Yeah. So, well, yeah, so we'll go back real quick. So that first day, we were, we were walking through, and it was kind of wild. You turn onto Quezon Road, because everything else is just kind of like a normal street, and everything's going on, and you turn on Quezon Road, and that's when we saw the picture of them having the giant gator. Yeah, on the spit. On the spit, you know? Mm. Oh, I saw that picture. So did anybody taste that? No. No, we didn't. There was a few people in line, and we just didn't... Uh, you know, it just never came back to it. Yeah, I have to tell you, Gator Tail is pretty damn good. Yeah. So, I've only had the tail. I've never so had. do you know? I mean, do they do they carve up the whole Gator? It sure looks like. Yeah, yeah. 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 you see the picture. It's the whole Gator, and it kind of reminded them doing Iberian ham in yeah. in, in yeah. Spain. But it was an alligator. It's kind of yeah. thinly yeah. slicing it. Oh really? Yeah. So so what I was wondering is if there's like a, a ribeye section and a fillet that, section oh, that, that I don't know, know where the prices are different based on the cut that you're getting on the gator. Based on the way Makes they sense. were set I mean, up, I didn't get that feeling. There's a loin in like every a ma- every mammal. Because this was right. like a store or a street vendor. Yeah. So right. It wasn't like a store, like a butcher shop. But yeah, so we walked down through Quezon Street a couple, you know, and just stopped in a few random restaurants, bars, and just had a drink here and there, and then, like, so we walked up to around to the other parallel street, had a few drinks over there, and... Um, we got a massage that night, too. We, we did every day. Yeah, <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I mean, and, and again, we were talking about this... These were legitimate massages. These are legit. This is not like... Right. Uh, you know, good those to, good to clarify that, Jim. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Well, who, not who's seen. defining legitimacy here? <laughs> <laughs> We know what we're talking. Not about. you, Eric. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> they, they, were, they were not offering private rooms. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they literally had lounge chairs out on, so the, out on the really on the street, so you mm-hmm. can still people watch if you yeah. wanted to, and have foot massage. And they also did neck and back and yeah. shoulder. 
You could do a full body massage. You could do a true Thai massage. Mm-hmm. Wow. Put it this way, a full one hour full body massage was eight dollars. No way. Yeah. For one hour. <laughs> yep. And then the, the one day. Give uh, them a ten, and they're happy as well. Oh, Jim Reed and I did um, the neck, back, and shoulder for a half hour, and it was four dollars. And I want to tell you, this guy about killed me. Deep tissue. My my, my back cracked thirty five hundred times. <laughs> it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Jim Reed and I both, when we got up, we were upstairs. It was like a euphoric high. I mean, we always fell down. I was just saying, both yeah. of us. Yeah, no, I mean, it was yeah. like... He wow. really released some oxygen. Oh, it was yeah. crazy. I mean, he just was... It, they're addictive, aren't they? Oh, it, it was every day. A good, but yeah. They're addictive. And at two and four bucks, yeah. you just have to do it every day. You feel yeah. like... Oh, my God. And at the same time, Terry and I were down getting foot massages, <laughs> and Terry falls asleep starts snoring. Every day. Every day. So when, when we come back the next day, they just start giggling. Oh, my gosh. I remember Well, they could probably just stop his massage and, you know, give somebody else a massage if he's asleep and wake him up. Absolutely. That's fine. But, yeah, then so, again, walking through, we had several different types of food. And, again, that was the tough thing I was saying. I didn't really figure out almost to the time to leave. Is they were trying to Americanize some of the descriptions, you know, for your menu. It didn't work out well for me because I couldn't quite get it. And you know, so I love Thai food. My version of drunken noodles—they don't really—it's never used anywhere. I didn't see it at all. That term "drunken noodles" right. makes sense. I mean, you've never this is your first trip to Thailand, so you've never really had authentic Thai yeah, food. I yeah. mean, you've had it everywhere else, right? And you they can claim that it's authentic, but you've you actually right. had it there. And so right. what's funny is it, it wasn't until again you get comfortable. And I think it was our last day, yeah. third day. I finally, after looking at fifteen different menus and trying every different thing, and I did have it at night. But I finally figured out how to say it in Thai. Mm. Say what in Thai? Drunken noodles. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, pad ki mao. Okay. Um, yeah, but they call it, but on the menu they're called spaghetti. Yeah, on the spicy menu spaghetti. it says spicy spaghetti. Oh wow, you would never think that that'd be you right. A million years. Right. <laughs> You're like, I don't want that. I was like, I don't want spicy spaghetti. Right. But that's what it is. So right. finally, you know, after I figured out how to say it, lost uh, in translation. The lady had told me the night before. I asked the guy, like, you know, Pat came out, and he pulls over the menu and flips it over and points to the spaghetti, and I went, huh, okay, I'll have that. And this was, like, your and last day or last, last, day. last day there. But I'd had it at night, out. so I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. And that was the winner. That was it, huh? Oh, it was great. I mean, nice. I'll be honest. Though, the street food at night was still the best. Oh, right. And you get the end of Quezon Road. Their street food's different than, than like, in Hanoi, yeah. mm-hmm. where Hanoi is, is literally a pickup shop, and, you know, they're carrying a grill on their back and mm-hmm. throwing it down in the street corner. This is, like, a really a cart. Right. You know, like, we would see in the United States like right. a food vendor cart. So, so what did you think was the, the best, in your opinion, best street food that you had? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, does something stand out right in the top of your... It, there's the, it was two dishes, okay. both at the end of Quezon Road, and one was similar to a pad thai. And the other one was a, a drunken noodle. Mm-hmm. And they were both just fantastic. I mean, just absolutely fantastic. Because you also, I mean, again, they give you the ability to throw in all the extra Thai chilies that you want. You can ask them for spicy. And Sauces, whatever just, you make It was want, just right? so good. And they were teasing. Every time we'd sit down and have a drink someplace, I'm like, Terry, go to hand away the menu. Like, oh, hold, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let me take a look at that. Because <laughs> I was like, it's 50 cents. Right. If I don't like it, 
You're at 50 cents. It's worth trying it, just to try some different stuff. But yes, we explored all around that first day, and then the next day, you know, we we get up and got rolling relatively early. It was New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. It was funny, so we went and we checked out, um, and I cannot say this name of the temple. Mm. It's the temple that is where a lot of the previous, what, kings? King, yeah, the, the memorial tombs. Memorial tombs. tombs yeah. um, I can't say it. It's a very, very long name. And I can spell it out for you, Brian, but there's like 96 letters in it. Oh, well, you can do it. And too. I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, when I was there, so I want to hear, that, of course, I was in Bangkok two years ago, but I guess their government had changed or they had, they had, somehow picked a new king or something. I don't know what they're... Anyway, they picked a new time. Son, right? Okay, he took over. Yeah. Well, they told me when I was there that they built that palace for that king. Mm-hmm. They're going to tear that entire palace down and build a new palace for the new king. Now, I'm not making They hadn't this. done that yet. Okay. Well, did you see construction? It looked like they were tearing it down? Uh-huh. Because we went by the palace. We went, yeah, we went by the golden right. palace. We didn't go in it. But yeah. it was obviously still very much there. So I don't that know was what the they way. were telling me was true or not. But they said they were going to tear it down and build a new one for the new king. And that's what they do for every king. Or, I'm like, wow. That's not the same. Well, yes, what? that's it. That's, Wat is kind of a temple. Yeah, um, but that's Wat Rachanadaram. That's just the first part of it. You didn't remember oh, that, Tony? Okay. <laughs> that's just the first one. There's like three more words. That. Oh. <laughs> that's what it's shortened to. Yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. I mean, that was the first real glimpse into you know yeah. a Thailand temple. Thailand. It was very, very neat. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the intricate yeah. details and well, stuff. Right. Very was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Is it wood? Is it woodworking it's or is it a mixture? Yeah, it's a mixture. A lot of metal, metal, a lot of gold, glass, a lot of gold, lot of gold. Wow. <laughs> I mean, or gold, yeah, intricate uh, tile work. Leaf. Really? Yeah. yeah wow. It's just, I mean, yeah, very I'm, intricate. I'm definitely going to put pictures up for Steve this one. Bruce, spirals, that kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of gold, a lot of red. Yeah, yeah, a lot of red. Yeah, so then we, we meandered through that, and then we headed over towards so the Reclining Buddha. Buddha. Which I thought that was a cool compound. It was, and that's called Wat Fa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, that one I can remember because it's like, what for? Wat Fa, right? That's Wat Fa. That's the short term. I remember when I toured the uh, um, Reclining Buddha, it was closed. It was later at night. We were on our food oh, tour, actually. Okay. And you all didn't get to do we the food, do the food tour. tour. You should yeah. have done uh, my, me, what, what's her name? I forget her name. Yeah, it's her time. We went we down just, a couple of streets where she took, took you all. Yeah, we actually a bunch of vendors. We did your steps. If you, when you go back, do the chili paste tour, man. She does an excellent job. Yeah. It was late at night. She took us into the complex, but the complex was clo- well, The complex was open, but the reclining Buddha itself was closed. We couldn't see it. But we got to tour the entire thing kind of on our own. Yeah. At, with nobody around, it was kind of nice, but I'd like to go back and so see the, the reclining. So there's a, a complex, and the reclining it's Buddha like, is within the within complex. The complex. It's, it's like a, a park. big building, yeah. but there's a bunch of little buildings all through it, and then spires, and little temples, and... All kinds of statues all around. And, and these big samurais that are... Guardians. Uh, they're, they're like gargoyles, uh, samurais that are pretty cool. They were, you know, it, was, it was always like cartoonish to a degree. And then in the, they have these little gardens with like rock uh, rock breaks, and you'd have these little 
people doing yoga with their legs up behind their head, these statues. Different statues. It was, yeah, it was pretty yeah. neat. So it that, was that kind of like a museum park. It's Temple Grounds. It's, it's Temple Grounds. grounds. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's Temple Grounds that you can meditate in these different places and little waterfalls. And, okay. Uh, it's pretty cool. And then the reclining Buddha mm. is, what, 40 feet long? I like it. That's 100 feet. 100 feet long. Yeah. Did you huge. have to buy tickets to that? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes, a whopping like two dollars. Right. The spires. Yeah. So I'm gonna roll through some pictures for our listeners, uh, which I'm gonna put up. I'm gonna roll this into a YouTube channel. So that's the reclining. Yeah. That's, that's the, the entrance grounds. into the actual reclining Buddha temple area. Mm-hmm. And so, what is what is the material the reclining Buddha is made from? Well, it's, huh. it's gold leaf. It's gold leaf. Gold leaf. That's so it right that's there. Part that's of it. That's it. It's kind of towards the end. I'm sure it's some sort of metal yeah. with gold yeah. leaf and, on it. Like bronze with gold leaf. Is there history of the artist, or was it was it one person that sculpted or created this, or what's the? Do you know what the history is on that? I do not know the history of that. But what's really neat is so when you when you come into the grounds, you start at his at his head and you walk down towards the feet. Taking this, you know, a walk through, and you're looking through columns of, of to see him, and that's kind of a, here's one at the end of it. But it's difficult to take pictures. It's of really hard to yeah. take a picture of it. <clears throat> kind of cool is when you walk around his feet, and then you go to the, his, the back side of him, and, you, and back the same long hallway, but on the other side. Yeah, so they, they have little uh, bowls. Bowls that you can put little coins in and do a prayer. Huh. And then. I think there's a hundred. I think it's a hundred. It's a hundred of those bowls. Yeah. And the tradition is to put a coin in each of the bowls and walk and do all hundred. It's good luck. And it's good oh. luck or whatever the, the, yeah. the Buddhist tradition is. And you can pay 20, whatever it's it like is. It's like $2 yeah, or something. It's two bucks and you get a handful of coins. And that's what I, I did. I think Tony did too. Yeah, Jim Reed, I think, got pictures of it. It was pretty cool. Just kind of go through and do it. So yeah. It's kind of a neat thing yeah. to do. The markets are incredible, aren't they? Oh my goodness, yeah. Well, here's a, I mean, again, this is a picture with, this is just a side street we went up going This is in a warehouse in the middle of nowhere. I mean, we we think we're lost. (laughs) And this is the the vendor market. Yeah, and then we decided we were going to go by uh, the river. It's about lunchtime by then. Yeah, it's lunchtime. Um, We didn't have a little lunch. (laughs) And this was was New Year's Eve, right? This is starting New Year's Eve. Okay. And it's funny, so we sat down and we honestly still had no idea where we were going to go for New Year's Eve. Right. So let's give the listeners an idea of how busy the city is this time of year. New Year's Eve, Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, it was it was busy. Okay. Yeah, that was busy, busy. Well, okay. But but sitting here, I mean, we, we we chill out at lunchtime and and we couldn't see the river, and, and there were these long lines to get on the boats on the river, so we didn't see this. So we'd walk through that market and came back, and from the outside we could see a sign just said, "Hey, this has a." a a uh, sky view or has a cafe or whatever. So we're saying, we'll just go in here, maybe we can get up on the thing, see the river or whatever. We end up going in on the first uh, floor, and then we have this view of this temple right across there, which is it's a famous temple. We didn't get across the river to go to it, but that was our view, and we just lucked into it. So yeah, we were, really we were cool. there as soon as they opened, so, yeah, so we, got, we got right out on the side. deck. And you know, 10 minutes later, there's 20 people out there. Yeah. Right? So it was just kind of perfect. And we sat in so we had good Wi-Fi there. It was, it was yeah. good. And, hey, what's the best viewpoint to see fireworks? Right. You know, that was the whole point. Bangkok, fireworks. Exactly. Let's just check it out. We knew it would probably be kind of like Times Square mm-hmm. where it's, you're not going to go and sit and have drinks. You're going to be standing and for three hours to wait for fireworks. And 
that's when we ended up finding that the mall, which is close to where Eric, where you guys mm-hmm. stayed, right? That supposedly had the the best fireworks. And so, so how far are you from your Airbnb at this point? There we walked to there. Yeah. Uh, maybe a mile. mile, mile and a half. Okay. Walk from our Airbnb. I'd like to give the listeners an idea about their malls. Now, <laughs> the only thing I can compare their malls to, every one of their malls is like the Mall of America in they Minneapolis. Exactly. At every one, every one of them. Now, you gotta, like I said, you got to think... You know, you're in a you're in a city where the temperature is an average what 90 degrees maybe. So these malls are thriving there because it's an air conditioned place that you can walk into and get some respite from the heat. It was it was absolutely crazy. Yeah, and the they're grocery awesome, store. Un- awesome malls, aren't they? Oh, well, the grocery store that was inside the yeah, mall it was, it was had a full floor. restaurant, yeah. had a full bar. Yep. It had a food court within the the in the grocery store. in the grocery store in the mall. It was just like. One of these things not including the supercars that are in the mall and they're in the supercar dealerships and the IMAX theaters and I mean it's it's like I said it's the mall of America everywhere in Bangkok yeah and then uh, what was really neat so we 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 decided we you know we we messed around here at the river and we had a few beers and um, then we went back and ended up chilling Better place, uh, kind of get refreshed. Figure we go down at seven o'clock because it's it's about a three three four mile ride I think yeah, it was something like that to get over towards the mall. We call it Grab. They don't have Uber there. Grab is yeah. the service. But Grab is in Thailand. Yeah, no, it's Uber. all Southeast Asia now. All yeah. Grab and yeah. Uber out. See, when I was there, uh, they had just uh, made Uber illegal yeah. and and had just implemented Grab. Yeah, so it's and now Uber. it's taken over. Yeah. Yeah. So then. We figured, well, you know, we'll go over and we'll get dinner at 8 o'clock or so. We know we're going to have to find a place to sit and watch. And uh, that's when Jim was talking about. We've been going to the Seven Sins. Yeah. And so after walking by like 100 restaurants just on this one floor, I mean, literally, there was tons of restaurants we didn't know. You didn't know what to pick. Yeah, I mean, some you knew McDonald's. There's a few right. normal ones. But there's a ton of stuff that's just not just that hard good. It was a hard decision. So we ended up at Seven Sins, and there were a few sins in there. Yeah. <laughs> It was a hot pot, basically, yeah. meal, and that was pretty cool. good. Very cool. Very then cool. Uh, we meandered outside, yep. found our place. So, again, very similar to Times Square, huge stage, musicians that were very famous in Southeast Asia, several boy bands, few girl singers, just kind of fun. Was that 400,000 people, they said? Yeah. Wow. Over like... Three or four blocks, just just jammed into this place. Yeah, and we ended up being right behind the stage. Yeah. We came out of the mall, mall right behind the stage, and, and the the mall itself, the building is like Times Square, where it's all video screens. You know, yeah, so everything's lit up, so you see all the performers and all. So you know we're behind it, we couldn't see the performers direct line of view. There was enough screens you saw what was going on. And so what time did you all get we got there? About there? 10-ish. ten ish. Ten ten thirty. Yeah. Okay, and you were still able to get. Somewhat we close to the stage. Very little problem getting. Yeah, we kind of got lucky. We just, yeah, we just came out of the back of the mall. Everybody else came came in from, from other corner. directions. <laughs> okay. And when we came from the street, it was a mess. We yeah. just kind of came through the center of the mall and it just dumped us there. So it was pure accident. Yeah, yeah, pure accident. Dumb luck. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's all right. It's good so advice. Yeah, we hung out, watched the fireworks, right, which was pretty cool. And, and, and unlike here in the United States, where you know you got certain laws of where they got to go off and people be far back, they were directly over our head with ash coming straight. <laughs> <laughs> it was. 
I mean, we're, we're like 30 feet from the corner of the building. They were shooting them right from the corner of the building. Yes. So that was kind of awesome. nice. Now, one thing I, I found interesting is we were around a lot of young people, young kids and all. And then you got the boy bands, you had a girl performer, and you knew they were popular. But they didn't get rowdy like American fans would do. I mean, they were pretty subdued. It was. And then at like five minutes or ten minutes till midnight, they had some big sponsor, like IT sponsor, whatever it was for, for Bangkok. They get on to start making these older people, they start making a speech. Speech. It was the most boring, dry thing you could ever imagine. <laughs> five minutes to midnight. Five minutes to midnight on New Year's, and these people were just going on, I guess, talking about their product and all this other stuff. We're just like, what the hell? Everybody's looking around like, I mean, people what? are like sitting down and just. So that was their I mean, equivalent of the ball drive. That doesn't surprise me. And at me. midnight, the fireworks go off, and. Five minutes later, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me because I noticed you all didn't get on and off the metros. I got on and off the metros. And what amazed me about Bangkok, Thailand, was the people lined up in Europe. They, you know, you're you're wrestling to get onto the train. Very uniform. You're elbowing and you're no. They line up. They're very uniform. They line up in queue. They let the people slowly come off the train and they just in a line go on the train. It was the most. Well, let me give you. It a was little, the greatest thing I, I ever saw because I'm like, wow, they you know one, how to behave. They, well, they, they, I'm, they, I'm they gonna give you, you a 180 for that experience. Yeah, what's that? Kaesan Road, Ooh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, that was so nuts. it's good transition. It took us a. What forty five minutes it does to, a long time to, to get, get out of there? Yeah, we're we're three or five miles away, but you couldn't catch a cab or a grab just there. Packed. We walked with two miles wow. towards wherever, and then we're still trying to hail. We eventually got a tuk tuk. Jim and I were in a tuk tuk, and Jim and Terry got a cab. Got a cab. We we, we, you you brought it up. Now tell us what a tuk tuk is. <laughs> it's just a little motorcycle. Just a little motorcycle with two seats on the back. back. Okay, yeah. open air. Yeah, uh, and these guys knew each other. They were there together. So when we walked up on them. They're like, "Y'all need to ride." I'm like, "Yeah." They, they tried to put all four of us in this little tuk tuk, which two of us was tight. <laughs> so the, the the cab took Terry and them, and then we took off there. And, uh, I'm pretty sure they overcharged us, but they got us to where we needed to go. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so we were thinking, all right, we're going to go back to Quezon Road where we spent the last evening. Yeah. Had a great I think it was going to be crowded. We knew when we were there earlier that they were putting up a stage at the end of the street. You're like, it's probably going to be crowded. We're probably going to have to wait to get a spot or we have to stand for a while. We turn on the Quezon Road. We go about 15 yards. All of a sudden, it's just elbow to elbow. Uh, elbow to elbow. And then we, we were like, well, we got to keep going, keep going. And you can appreciate this. Jerry goes, this is the closest thing I've seen to the Chupaniza right. and Pamplona. Right. The right. ceremony. It was a mosh pit. It was a mosh pit. Wow. Oh, my God. I mean, it to the point that wow. Jim and I are, it, were all grabbing a hold of, like, the railings, and we were planning, and we were pushing through. and It started to move. People were crying. Uh, people were crying. Then you people had, were then falling. You had the guys that would just, wow. as a group, would try to push through, being jerks, and you want to, you know, <laughs> to push back. Need jerk back. Too. Because let's be clear. We hadn't had anything to drink. No. We were completely no. sober. Oh, wow. 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We'd been standing watching fireworks. Watching fireworks. These people had not. No. And they'd been drinking for hours. <laughs> well, so what makes it worse? you got Quezon Road, which in which the bars, their the seats come out into the road. On New Year's, they go out a couple more feet. And then you got the street bidders with their carts and their charcoal hot things. 
there and they're out there. So, I mean, the, the street goes from, you know, 25 feet wide down to maybe 10 feet wide. So it's a real bottleneck. So these carts are trying to get through with the, the, the hot coals. Jim Reed, it, 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 it some burned his arm and seared his shirt. Caught wow. him on fire, but it, it burned it. Holy wow. cow. And so crazy. stuff like, so you got that going on. <laughs> and just, just, you can't move. I mean, you're totally in there and cannot it move. Wild. Suffocating the smaller girls are starting to panic and cry. And so that's really so like pimpling on the water. So how long of a period did this go on for you guys? Was this it 30 took, minutes? Took, was 20 it, minutes, I think. To get about... 30 feet? Yeah. It took 20 or 30 minutes. That's wow. not an exaggeration. <coughs> that was a fight. And luckily, we knew that there was an alley that yeah. took over to, remember we were saying, that parallel street? Yeah. It was up there. We just had to get there. Get and we actually while. stopped for a while to help out the, um, the one food vendor because yeah. his cart was getting, getting knocked, knocked, knocked up. Over. Holy cow. So two of us were on one end, it, yeah. two of us on the other end, and he was standing in front of it. We were feeling <coughs> crowd for a while. It was crazy. It was totally nuts. <laughs> so then we finally get down the alley and we get over there. So that's completely different than yours, right? Your experience. Down <laughs> the other alley. And so we were like, okay, I know it's 1.30 in the morning at this point, but let's have a, a nightcap. <laughs> so we, we, we hunker down at this little restaurant, which every place is still, I mean, it's packed. It's crowded. But this is right into the little alley to come over from the bad spot to the yeah. still Crowded Street, one, one block over. So we're like, let's just sit here because this has got to be entertaining because you know people are going to be coming out of this alley and they're going to be not sober. They so, were. Oh, they were. So it was two hours. We, we got a tower of beer. got a tower of beer, or which was three liters. Yeah. Three liters of beer. So they bring out your own little, like, little tap. They fill it full of beer and it has a center tube with ice. keeps it cold. You have your own little tap. Any idea remember what the cost of that was? It was it's not they're not it's like three three dollars. Three dollars for three liters. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is it is a they call it a tower up here. It's, a tower. Tower. it's yeah. awesome. It's and really then uh, oh my god. So we, we thought we were gonna stay for just one drink and it was so entertaining to watch. I mean people coming out and I just kept getting drunk or they were getting sick. So oh. wait, I just want to verify something. When you say you thought you were going to stay for one drink, was that one tower? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you had more than one tower. We did. Well, it was we one tower for the group, not one tower. Not one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 for the group. Right. So right. We ended up heading out, and uh, oh my goodness! So remember the the one funniest was this this couple. I kind of lost it because we've all kind of probably experienced something like this. She goes kind of jumping, doing like the dirty dancing, jumping at him, right. and they're so drunk. Oh, oh no! He misses her. Oh, no. she he she gets him, but he doesn't stop, and they go flying oh, down no. into the to the to the <laughs> pavement. Oh no! And they're like, oh my! And they're, they look, they're sitting over the curb, and they got some blood, and they're you know, sort of, and we're like, you know, tomorrow morning they're gonna wake up going, what the hell happened? Why are we so sore? What, what do we do? We tried the lift from dirty dancing. <laughs> Oh, is this this is the part where you regretted not having the GoPro? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was just nuts. So yeah, so it was New Year's Eve. It was fine. Like, we had it was. it was cool to see the fireworks. Um, it was a good experience. Truly, absolutely. In a huge city, one of the bigger yeah, cities in the world. We rolled all night. We oh. rolled out of whatever four ish, and it was still packed. I mean, not the 
mosh pit pack, but still very difficult to get through. Yeah, because we walked back out through there to see. Yeah, just because we thought it eased up a little bit by four or so. And, oh, uh, no. Not yeah. much. So, so the, the mixture of cultures, was there a variety of cultures there, or were you all like the, the, some of the very few Americans there? Or, there was a lot of different. There was a lot of cultures. So a lot of There were a lot of Americans, though. Yeah. I mean, we had a few, right? A few, but I, I mean, I, there was a, there were several Australians we ran up. A lot of um, European, uh, English, Irish. We met. I don't think we ran into a whole lot of Americans. Yeah. So, but so you would think that the majority on New Year's Eve were more locals. I don't know. I think that's a lot of tourists. A lot of tourists. I think okay. so. Yeah. Tourists. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. like yeah. you were saying, I, I I can't imagine they would have behaved in the same. No, that was definitely out of town. So, we'll jump into the, the last two days, but let's take a quick break. Eric, you're going to give us a, we're going to do our little break to do a food experience? Yeah, um, we'll take a little step away right now for about two or three minutes and go back to Italy and talk about my food experience there. Um, I, w- I can remember going to San Gimignano, and I walked up to this place and I saw they were giving slices of pizza, but the slices of pizza were huge. and. Just to give you an example, they were the pizza was so thin they served it on cardboard. The cardboard that they served it on had to hold the pizza up because the pizza crust was so wow. thin. So I, I had to have that piece of pizza. I had that piece of pizza. And then I ran into this restaurant. These two older couple ran. Older but they had to be sixty five, seventy years old. And it was just a husband and wife. And you could get a charcuterie meats and cheeses and a glass and a bottle a glass of wine for ten euro and I'm like ah, I got to do that even though I had the pizza I just had the pizza you know I'm like but I can't turn this down it's ten euro for all this wonderful meat and cheese so I sat down and the older gentleman served me and I told him I wanted the ten euro thing and and he brought it out in front of me and it was enough meat for three people. A meat and cheese, and and then he brought brought me out um, sun dried tomatoes and artichokes that he had grown and and he had pickled himself, and just wonderful. What a, what a wonderful food experience! And it wasn't really even a meal; it was just in a little quaint place that didn't hold eight people in the town of San Gimignano, Italy, on the, one of the hills in Tuscany. You know, so I w- it was all about element and where I was and the quality of the product because I knew it was good and and uh, it was top notch and I enjoyed every bit of it. So I wish I could remember the name of it. Maybe I'll remember the name of it and we can give that to our exclusive members. Just so something you stumbled across as Some, you were strolling yeah, around. Yeah, something I stumbled across. Like I said, I didn't even want to eat because I had that piece of pizza, but I couldn't turn this deal down. <laughs> it was ten euro for this charcuterie plate and cheese and and a, a glass of wine. I'm like, I, I'm just going to kill time. And I did kill about an hour and a half there by myself. Like I said, it didn't hold more than eight people. There was a little family in there with two, a mother, uh, a husband and wife with two kids, and then an older couple and myself. And then two other younger ladies came in, the older couple left, and I had sat there and eaten. I ate as much as I could. What was good was that it was about the middle of my trip, and I couldn't finish it all. The nice lady packed it up for me in a nice bag. I could take it home, and I could enjoy it later on until the end of my, my stay there. So that's my little food experience uh, in Italy that I really enjoyed. That yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah I so, love fresh up here. Oh, my gosh. 
it was all the great ports. Gosh. And, you know, Italians and Spanish did port very well. Yes. So uh, it was, it's you know, it's everything you could imagine. But back to Bangkok. So, yeah, we're going to talk about food. Okay. So, <laughs> Jim. Jim rocked the scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> he ate a scorpion. Yeah. So, Jim, taste. First off, what a taste like. Obviously, it's all black. So your, your initial thought when you see it is it's it's charred, it's burnt, it's what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whatever other feelings you have about eating a, uh, an insect or whatever they're considered. But it wasn't really charred or burned. So you take it, I mean, they're, they're going around, they have these little platters, these, they're street vendors who just walk around constantly with those. And was it tarantulas? Yeah. Tarantulas. Uh, wow. Snake. And snake and, and a few things. All on a stick. Uh, <laughs> on a stick. I don't know. It wasn't what, very much, but whatever it was, 10 cents or quarter or something like that. So I, I kind of had in my head that I was going to do that either way, you know, before even going. So it's like when they presented it, it was time to do it. It was like, I'm doing this either way. It doesn't matter what it tastes like, what it looks like. Stick it in. I'm doing it. <laughs> going so on. With that mindset, uh, it wasn't too hard to do it. So you get it and just just try to take it in the best you can. And uh, it, it was crunchy. It was, it was an odd bit of crunchy and then chewy because it didn't just go away. It, it ended up having to, to deal with it a little bit. To get it down. Did you have some water or beer? Like it. Well, I definitely have beer with it. There you go. So it's kind of like jerky and it, and it was seasoned to, to sort of like a jerky taste, I guess. Uh, but it was chewy. It was hard to, to get it all chewed up to, to, to get it down. But uh, but crunchy first. It was an odd combination. It probably not definitely not undercooked, but maybe overcooked. Maybe You're right. Overcooked. Right. That's, that's kind of an experience thing. I had with the snake. Yeah, it's probably it was good way thing. too crunchy. You know? yeah. But that was a good thing because you'd rather have it that than yeah, undercooked. Yeah, yeah, not enough. Yeah, it was pretty cool to watch. I got a great video, Jim. Yeah. You, I, I saw <laughs> that. That's got to go up on the website. <laughs> um, that's it's he goes all in real quick, yeah. right? Yeah, we know right. we right. You like you said, you made the decision. You're like, it's going in. I'm it's just going to eat it. No, no thought process. Yeah. The other thing that was kind of neat around that same spot because we ended up kind of meandering around and coming back around and. Uh, one of the unique things we saw the street guys do was make bracelets right from that. So you could pick any kind of saying you wanted, <laughs> right? Anything you wanted. And they would somehow magically just weave and do whatever. With them. You pick your color of your, your yarn or whatever you wanted, and they would get those letters into it. It, it was, was weird. It was just pretty wild. Crazy to watch. Wow. I got some cool was, videos. These weren't super They sewed it right there? Oh, it's sewing. They were just, they were just, they had like the little band and then they would, they just, you don't know what it was. They, they were just weaving it. it. He was just weaving his hands and flying everywhere. And next thing you know, you flip it over and you go, Here's a word. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> it says, fuck you, Riddle. <laughs> we, we have a buddy. Sorry. We have, uh, we'll good, put that out later. Okay. okay. We have a good travel buddy called John Ribble, R-I-B-B-L-E. Yeah. Whenever he doesn't make a trip, we we tend to make fun of him on purpose because yeah. he, he takes jokes real well. So we asked for a, an F-U Riddle, Ribble <laughs> yeah. bracelet. We spelled it out. We spelled it for him, but somehow the, the B's turned to D's Jeez. and it became an F-U Riddle. So that's our new joke and his new nickname. <laughs> his Riddle, right? Yeah. Riddle. Yeah. I can't wait to see Riddle. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> this guy's, I mean, it was amazing to watch him do it. And it was so funny. We, we ended up getting several of them that night. And then... Like the next night or two, 
they would come back around. They recognize us. Yeah. <laughs> well, they bought before. They're gonna buy again, right? That's how it's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can get these guys again. Yeah. So, so then what? With the last day, we. Uh, we went to sky bars. Yeah. So we, we just kind of meandered around and and, and oh to God. use Fargo's yeah. term, sky drinking a little bit. Right. Is that not the best sky drinking in the world? To me, I loved it. It was good. Yeah. I mean, nice. right? So you get into into well, the old quarter. Okay. There's not, there's not towers. No right. right. That, that doesn't exist. Right. So we had to take a grab back out, and um, then we were back down towards that soy cowboy area, and we, we picked a spot that was absolutely fantastic. Some of these sunsets. The Radisson. Yeah, the Radisson, Radisson Hotel. About the 30th floor. They have some of the greatest skyscrapers, don't they? They really, I really enjoyed the city views from what up there funny, on top of it. What was funny is Terry said that they, they went there before, and it was a cocktail lounge. Oh. Now it's turned into a craft beer bar oh. called Brewski. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, like, that's just kind of funny. But Look at that. That's, that's a great sunset from there. And, uh, you know, sorry for the listeners. And it was listeners, cool because we got there at twilight or evening, and then it went to twilight, dusk, and then dark. And it was, when we got there, it was very overcast. Yeah. There was no sun peeking through. Oh, wow. Right? So we're sitting around. I took a couple of pictures, and like I said, mm. like that. Right? That's what right. we first saw. We're like, ah, okay, whatever. Then all of a sudden... It got orange. It got orange. Right. And then everybody... Because at this point, the rooftop is packed. Right. right? Every seat's filled. And we're on the side where the sunset is. Oh, wow. Because we got in there at the perfect time. There was only like four or five people in there when we walled it, rolled in. Yeah. And at this point, there's probably 50, 60 people. They all come rolling over to our side to start... Snapping pictures and taking videos of these sunsets, and it was so. What cool. what time did you all get there? About do you think? Five thirty. Five thirty six. So to and, and then an hour in January, later. Yeah, for January to roll in. Yeah. So if if five thirty six o'clock, if you want to try to get down. one of the better seats, might might be good advice. Yeah, well, they didn't open till five. Yeah. Uh, That's what it was. It was five. So we got there probably five fifteen. Yeah. Now, how, now uh, for the listeners, how do you go about finding these places, these sky bars? Well, we actually end up googling it. God yeah. loves Google. Okay. There you go. Um, we also checked out TripAdvisor. Okay. And I know we're going to put on our site too the, at least the few that we've been to uh, and put up there. Yeah, um, man. I, and just kind of where they're located, and because even Terry had mentioned that. Even though this is a spectacular view, it's not the best view of the city because <laughs> you need different skylines for different things. But we were talking about one of the best things that I liked about the skylines of Bangkok is the variation in the heights yes. of the building. Yeah. Like, they're not all 60 stories. Right. right. I yeah. mean, there's 60, then there's 20, then there's 30, and, you know, they're all... And there's 110. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your view across it is right. just this... Unbelievable view. I mean, it, it really was amazing. So, are there ways to make reservations over there? What's that like? Or is it just you, you just showed yeah. up? But then yeah. now you get reservations if you were going to sit do for the sit down dinner right. that, at the at the restaurant, which is below that. Okay. But for there, they just said we're open at five o'clock and first come first serve, first serve. in most places. Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, so we meandered around and checked out a lot of different things throughout, walked through that whole area. Of course, we ended up coming back to Quezon Road. Yes, as always. Because, you know, it was next to home. It was. uh, It was close to home, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was just so much fun. Um, And we actually did a little podcast summary from that rooftop. Yep. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's going to take a little bit of video editing um, just because we did it on the camera, but they had music blaring. Oh, cool. So we have to edit out the, the background noise a little bit, but we're going to put that up because it was it was just kind of neat to kind of do a little synopsis. Of, so so were you still paying? Soy cowboy. So yeah. were you still paying fifty seventy five cents? It wasn't much more. No, it was it was probably almost double that. Yeah, dollar fifty. It was like oh my, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and this is at a rooftop bar. I mean, yeah. drinking craft beer. Yeah. Just kinda... No, that's that's amazing. Yeah. And then, so the next morning, um, I actually got up really early that morning. We Our flight is out, we're what, like 11 o'clock? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Heading to see uh, Reap, Cambodia. But I got up early, and just, I wanted to kind of see, uh, like, Quezon Road in the morning. before it started. Yeah. And then kind of walk through some of the other side streets where I knew um, some of the, like, the little markets were going on. So I got up, I think, about 6.45, something like that. It got going, and nothing was open before 7. Right. Um, other than the little street vendors were starting to set up. It was kind of neat uh, to see, because we were you know, really in a locals area um, down through there, and two blocks off of this street, which is a very touristy street, all of the sidewalks were just loaded with... Sidewalks aren't for walking. No. That's retail space. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, it really is. You couldn't walk on sidewalks. But a couple of the streets were nothing but food. I mean, they're already setting up. Some of them are, are supplying the guys who cook at the restaurants. You know, almost like a fresh, fresh supermarket. Yeah. I mean, they're putting out, they're throwing ice into like the little coolers. They're laying out the food and the meats on top of it. And people are already coming by and buying stuff. It was wild to just kind of watch and wow. meander through for, for about an hour. Then I met the rest of the guys up. We ate breakfast, what, like 9.30, 9.30 or something like yeah. that? A little place right down at the end of our place, and it was really cool. It it's was. neat to see. It's neat. It's neat to see those cultures in the raw like that. I love. That's one of the things I love about travel is see that raw culture, like you said, the people packing the meats and the different. And what it, it, yeah. it is neat because those places would not exist in our country with our FDA oh, no, rules oh, and stuff no, there. No, 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 and no. the creeks and the rivers are so dirty. It just Oh yeah, I mean it's just you amazing. These diesel engines that were flying oh, down the river. Oh, awesome. I can't imagine. That's kind of wild. Did you all think about doing any of the boat tours? It was just so we crowded. did. We just couldn't. You know, the crowd and the lines were really long, and we just you did better use of our time. Do you think that yeah. was the time of the year because it was New Year's and could be? Yeah, it could have been. But I mean, that is a great time to go to that general area. It's yeah. it's. I mean, you're still. 90 degrees, Um, but it's not 100 degrees, right? right? It's not the rainy season. It's a great time of year to go. Cool. I mean, it's kind of like anything. I don't think I would, I have no need to go see those fireworks again. Right. Did it once. But it's it's nice. Those those are memories that you'll keep with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, the food, I mean, you know, we're all kind of fans of Anthony Bourdain and, you know, he's made those kind of comments, you know, if you just experience how people live and how they eat and how they just hang out on a day-to-day basis. It was kind of wild and stuff just to walk around and, you know, the night food, the street market food, and just what a plethora oh of my food. God. Right? Totally. You, yeah. I don't know how many times I said it. If I had that food cart at the end of my corner of where I live, okay. oh, my God. Right? <laughs> I'd be like, here's 20 bucks. I'm just going to stop by every time I walk by. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, 
That's the beauty of but city living, though. I mean, we don't like we live in the country. Right. We live in a sub. I mean, we're in a town, but it's a small town. The beauty of city life is that. Yeah. You know, so that. city like that is the street. Yeah. It? It, yeah. You know, same thing in Paris and everywhere else we go. Yeah. It's like it's just that's amazing. Yeah, uh, climate. The it's pretty hot, right? I think it was ninety. I, w- I was never really uncomfortable. It was hot, yeah. but there's a lot of shade too. We yeah, we were, really, we were never baking. So never oppressive, right? It was not yeah. oppressive. Not, it, it's pretty consistent throughout. It's, the, it's close to the equator, right? So pretty consistent yeah. throughout the year. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does get hotter and it does get more humid in the rain seasons, which hit about May. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, That's what all, I was all the summer months are extremely yeah. hot. But it wasn't. It was nice. humid. Humid. We say hot. It's humid. It gets. Humid see, in January, it's it's humid. Compared to what we're used to in January, we don't have humidity at all. It's still pretty humid there, but August is just ridiculous. I was comfortable. Just like the South yeah, here. Yeah, for you. That's, but, yeah, in and, and January, it's, it is comfortable. I, I remember never really getting too overheated or... or but every place you stop is in shade. Yeah. So you never... Where you go in a mall and okay. you get the air conditioning. Well, yeah, we, but we weren't around the mall so for right. that one evening. But, right. yeah, it was everything you stopped at was shaded. Yeah. So you never bacon. But Eric, so I mean, obviously ours was the fresh trip. What, what was different, you think, for you, for yours, two years ago? Oh wow, what was well, I, uh, I well, I didn't get to spend New Year's there. I was in Hanoi for New Year's, so it was a lot different cities, not near as big. Uh, wow, oh, mm. I don't know, pretty similar, really. Uh, we were just in different areas. Yeah. Like I said, I traveled more of the city, I think, than you did. Uh, yeah. The bigger parts of the city, they're harder of the city, and like I said, I really like. That's some of the best sky drinking I've ever done in my life, just it because is. of the views. It's it's like I said, I'm personal. Maybe people are gonna hit me hard on, but I'll take Bangkok over New York any day. I That's like, my I personal. Really like Bangkok. I really you do. Know, I really really like. I could Bangkok. I could actually I wouldn't live in New York City, but I would live in Bangkok. I really would. <clears throat> I'd like to go see other parts of the city and see what like you all did, but you have to go there several times or spend more time there to to learn about it. Yeah, it's it's like if anybody is close to any major metropolitan city, it's like going to <coughs> spending three days and saying I've seen the city. It's physically impossible. Yeah, so I, I've not seen the entire place. I was there for about four right, days. Maybe you just can't. Yeah. But the areas that I hung out, I enjoyed. Eric, you, you mentioned that you rode the train that's, quite a bit more. How did you find that? Was it pretty easy to navigate? Well, that's their metro, or and metro. it's elevated mainly in their city. It's kind of like an L. It's like an L. It's elevated okay. like is or something like that. But it's very modern, you know, and very technologically advanced. As a matter of fact, we could ride we could ride that system from the from in the city. We rode that train to the airport when we left, and I don't think our ticket cost us a dollar fifty to ride that. That's your transportation to get to the airport. Yeah. I remember that. Nice. It's very easy because I again I was tagging along with Jim and Terry who had been there before, and you know me, I'm just going to put myself in their coattails and and kind of learn and watch them. And it was it was very simple, and I just did what they did, but I could you could easily do it yourself. You really could. Things were in English. You could read English. People there spoke English, and they could help you, especially within the train or the uh, metro system. Yeah. So it was no problem to buy the tickets, and they were. It's very inexpensive way to get around that huge city. 
Yeah. And and very, like I said, very nice. The people are awesome. They were nice. They, they really were. And it was very young. I don't remember it being very it young. It a young city. Remember, did you see very many elder? Of course, you were in a different section yeah, than I was. We did, but it, it, you could tell overall it was definitely a young city. It is a young city. Is that's that that's that's the that's probably the one thing I took away from that that I didn't expect. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of young people in this city. So you guys were really out of place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> exactly. You would be really out of place yourself. <laughs> hey, I wasn't there. <laughs> you guys got any questions? I mean, because you guys haven't been. Um, no. Any, any other thoughts or questions? I mean, you guys said a lot, told us a lot about it. I, you know, I'm certainly intrigued. It sounds like a, a really cool city to go to. I like the fact, one of the points you made about the different elevations of the, the skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I love to go to New York City, but I find the environment in Chicago better that, you know, things are spread out a little bit more. You don't feel so... A lot of people um, feel that way. Right? So claustrophobic mm-hmm. as you do in New York City, even though New York has a lot of wonderful things. So, but I like yeah. the, the pictures that you were showing um, of the city are appealing to me. I, mm-hmm. You know, I like that. As far as questions go, I, you know, can't think of any more. No, I, you guys told us everything we needed to hear. You, it's a young, vibrant people that love food. It's there you go. Like, That's a good way to put it. I, I want to ask, um, you guys had talked about navigating the streets and the traffic and that is not there as much that not not as much there i would say this though that's a good training ground yes that's a good place to start <laughs> right you mentioned that the street vendors take up the sidewalk, so you're walking on the street. Are yeah. you dealing with traffic and try and have to be really aware to avoid getting run over? Actually, by a tuck tuck. Everybody just seems to know to avoid everybody. Yeah. You just keep moving. You the, don't that's worry the about thing. It. As a you don't worry. As a pedestrian, <laughs> as a pedestrian <laughs> you just take a nice steady pace. You and stay your, on a line and attention. keep going, and they move around you. And, or you it's move it's, around them, but you keep moving. You yeah, don't it's when you stop, stop and you go, and you, you try to dart. They're, they're confused of what you're doing. Just you don't keep ever going. stop. You They'll just move keep moving, you. weaving, Calm. and it all works out. Stay Big Calm. cars, little cars, trucks, scooters, buses, pedestrians, you know, buses, trains. Just keep moving. Tough, tough. Did, it, did it take you a little bit to get used to that? Or Well, that's why he's right. Uh, I would go to Thailand if you were. Just strictly learning how to navigate the streets, Bangkok was a good place to start because they at least did have some sidewalks. Some rules. <laughs> and, and some street lights <laughs> that, that came up and told you when to cross and when not to. But even then, it's you know, you, 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 you kind of learn. So it, it, it's, it's a good training ground. Gotcha. Because the others, that, that doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> then once we talk about Hanoi and Vietnam, yeah. just, that, that's just totally awesome. Just stay calm, move with purpose. Just keep there you go. Move with there purpose. Steady move pace. Move with purpose. But, okay. But I, I would say this. For me, I mean, from a closing note, I knew I was going to love the food. I just knew it because I love Thai food in every aspect that I get. Yeah, it's better and there's, you know, there's good and there's bad. But, I mean, I knew day one when we sat down, I had that, I'm like, oh, my God, if this is, like, the street corner on this alley that I can't imagine, and every night I was 
we were leaving. I'm going, okay, I'm gonna, I need to stop getting a bowl. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a bowl of Thai food. A bowl of something. That's something. why my first question to you when I saw you after you got back was, I don't even want to hear anything else. All I want to know is, would you go back? And your answer was? Yes. There we go. Would we go back to Bangkok? Yeah. I definitely would go back to Bangkok. Yeah. I absolutely would go back to Bangkok. There you have it. guess that's pretty much it for Bangkok. I think we hit that pretty good. Yeah. Um, so again, we're gonna have we're, we're gonna try to throw together something up on our YouTube channel for this to throw together yep. some of the videos and pictures from from our trip to put with this as well, so you can listen to it again and check out some of the pictures that we were talking about. So and I guess also remember, don't forget to check out the website and subscribe. Become a subscriber there. Get our bonus content that yep. comes through. We'll probably be doing some of that here. Yeah, sure. we're gonna have a new bonus content coming up, and also a lot of different. Uh, Plus, it's even you know, that you get from, from subscribing. So absolutely, affiliates, bonuses on travel equipment, travel our travel affiliates, and so forth. So discounts and so forth. Uh, a lot of good stuff. So yep. so subscribe to WW Friends of Carry On, and uh, who knows? Yeah, and also on uh, social media at Friends That Carry On 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 Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook, and, Facebook. and uh, Twitter. Yeah, and Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, and make sure you check out the new Pinterest. Uh, we just started rolling that out uh, recently, so there's a lot of good pins that show um, some of our, our planning and, and pictures from our events. So. Yeah, Pinterest is starting to get some legs. Check it out. Yeah. So, and I guess uh, next week we're going to go to the second leg of our trip yep. and hit Siem Reap, Cambodia, Absolutely. and the temples of Angkor Wat and some of the other locations around there. So, awesome. Next Friday. That. All right. Awesome. All right. Ciao, everybody. Ciao. I really did. Be sure to join the friends next week with another great podcast. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. You can also find the friends and other content on www.friendsthatcarryon.com or check us out on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching Friends That Carry On. Thanks again for joining us. And don't forget to carry on, friends.